0: Greetings and salutations. Once again, it is the fact daddy. I'm saying what's up. Hello. How are you? I'm okay. Anyway, I'm going to talk about this movie Sisu. At least that's how I pronounce it. It's S-I-S-U. I could be fucking up as a Finnish film. Um, and it's about this guy who it said in the film at one point. That he killed 300 Russian soldiers. This is a Finnish like commander guy. And it takes place I believe in 1944. And he's now like a gold miner prospector. He washes rocks and digs. And he digs a lot. And he has a little plate where he shifts the fucking rocks in there. To see you know if it's gold. And that motherfucker struck some serious fucking gold. Like... Nuggets Just Fat Joyful Blissful Nuggets of fucking gold So of course you know You find that much gold He took his time He dug all that shit up And you know He's ready to go cash it in Cause I mean he worked hard And you know He's trying to just Go about his business And then he runs into the film's antagonists, the Nazis, and, um, you know, it's an awkward run-in, because they've been doing a scorched earth policy, as they are aware that, uh, Germany is not winning, or not going to win the war, and, uh, the guy who eventually becomes his number one nemesis, he's the like I just call him the head Nazi. Uh he lets the miner go on, you know, saying that only death awaits him that way because they've been running to Scorched Earth. Whoever comes and isn't a Nazi, they pretty much kill you. Um He goes on and eventually, of course, he runs into some Nazis and they start harassing with him and fucking with him. And when they discover the gold, they basically try to jack this fool. And they start talking to him like, get on your knees. And they're, like, they're going to shoot him in the back of the head. And uh, the most penetrating moment, I would say, or at least one of two, is when he decides that, uh, or shall I say, his first act of noncompliance... Is to bury a knife through his assailant's head. I mean, the way it was done, it just looked really and severely fucked up and disturbing. Um, And I think that's something that as you get older, you're like, oh, that's kind of (laughs) terrible. Doing something like that is pretty awful. Um, But they were fucking with this man. And, you know, he was not in the mood after all that digging he fucking did to be fucked with and have his gold stolen, you know. Like I really liked when he off these guys, there was a certain, there's a frenzied primal animal thing going on where you're just like, you know, it's like you see somebody who, you know, or a person or an animal or any living being that is not fucking with anyone and something comes along and fucks with them and then that thing gets wrecked because it fucked with the wrong one. I I kind of enjoy that aesthetic cinematically and uh, mm-hmm. in stories, you know, this unnecessary underestimation of individuals based purely on like appearance, like you really have no clue what any given individual knows or has a capacity for or what they can do, I mean, ultimately. You know, I mean, I'm not saying that some human beings aren't whack as fuck because obviously that's the case. Uh, I think all of us are intermittently and the ones who are more frequently fucked up are the most fucked up. Anyway, um, it's crazy, you know. Um, and that whole battle sequence gets completely out of control and there's like this underwater moment. Um, I give it like a. What is it? However many months, I don't give a fuck. uh, You know, quarter of the year, quarter and a half of the year, freaky kill in a film. Because there's like this one order, underwater uh, fight battle where this guy fucking slits his dude's throat. And then he like gets air out of the hole. Like, I, I don't know how all of that works physics wise, but just... Visually it was just kind of fucked up Like oh shit I'm not drowning Slice I got rid of you Now I use your corpse as a Breathing tube until I can kill The rest of your fucking homies Like that shit is crazy Who does that (laughs) Like no I'm just saying if you actually put yourself In a situation where you're such a rough Motherfucker that that's just like some common Knowledge and shit That's just rugged and, you know, of course, there's some bullshit magical type stuff happen, like, with this weird plane crash. And um <laughs> he popped up <laughs> semi-randomly out of the swamp, just a little beat up. Um, But, I mean, I thought it was fucking really cool, but, you know, my wife kind of was, like, uh <laughs> questioning the physics of it. I'm like, dude, it's fantasy, it's film, like, you know. They can't all be, like, super accurate. I knew people when, you know, in my college days. I'm not sure if Axel was on this wave, too. Where they noticed, like, oh, shit, in Pulp Fiction, like, the bullet hole shit was wrong. They were already there. Or some dumb shit. Like, being so, like, detail-oriented that, like, oh, you can't, I can't, just dis- you know, dispense with my uh, belief here because uh, they made too many mistakes, they didn't create the simulation good enough for me to, and it's just like, man, fuck that, the story has to carry through that, you'd know it's fake from the beginning, no matter what you try to tell yourself, okay, you'd know that's a fucking actor, you know the name of the director, you know it's a fucking act, the whole point is to experience it as not a fucking act, and, uh, You know you have to suspend your own disbelief You can't always rely on them Especially you know in film You know there's budgets and shit Anyway Still fucking awesome that he did the underwater shit That was fucking way out of control And um The minefield shit was Was my second uh, Favorite shit Imagine being forced to run Across a minefield With no equipment knowing that basically your life is being used as a single sniff and trying to ferret out this ex-military prospector who may or may not be alive, but seems very difficult to kill. Um, I think that would totally fucking suck, right? That's crazy. And the, and the scenes that follow that particular shit, that I mean, it kind of made that... It made me enjoy the movie more than I probably want to admit that I enjoyed it. Um, I mean, it really just... I feel like the movie adheres to the old adage that I've long lived by, which leaves strangers the fuck alone. You never read Johnny the Homicidal Maniac comic book created by Jonah Vasquez, infamous creator of Invader Zim? You fuck with strangers, you don't know them. Next thing you know, you're hanging upside down in an apartment being bled out. while you're on LSD and someone's playing the Backstreet Boys. Look, you just don't fuck with people. You just don't know what they've been through and who they actually are. Their appearance can belie a lot of things. You, You know, there's a great uncertainty as it regards appearance because appearance is a veil that functions differently in different places with different people. But the one thing that is consistent is... It's very difficult to ascertain who someone is based purely on how the fuck they look. Just an opinion. Um I mean, they could have potentially made this a a much cooler movie. I mean, I I'll, I'll, I'm not going to, you know, actually run with that cuz I I want to see it again. But um you know, the Nazis assumed that this old man Would just roll over and die And he wasn't about that life Not even remotely I mean far from it You know he He went in tents And um They got Fucked up I mean You gotta Sometimes you just gotta leave some people To fuck alone man and that's why, you know, I'm I'm not going to say I'm pro or anti anything, especially, you know, think about it. If you manage to be able to own a gun during a time where uh, <laughs> there's a lot of people that might want to kill you, that's a slippery slope right there. So I'm not going to make the judgment, you know, I say. Uh, you know, it's uh. Preferably, no human beings would have guns because I think human beings are still a little too psychotic to be actually handling like nuclear weapons, artificial intelligence, and guns. But you know, unfortunately, that assessment means nothing in the real world, and the fact is, human beings are doing this. So you know, it's a slippery slope with all that stuff. But suffice it to say, if you know, if I know how to use the shit, and the circumstances arise where I have to. You know Then you have to But This whole minefield shit Like the movie's fucked up Is what I'm saying Like it puts you in a weird ass headspace Like you know A How is someone even gonna deal with a situation like that And we know there's military stories We know there's people who have dealt with really fucking weird Ultra violent situations And it's like you go from doing that to like I don't know Getting a hamburger It's just like That level of extremity in an individual's personal life experiences, you know, even though the politics of it all gets shifty, you know, my only thing is, you know, in a balanced universe, someone will have to defend people who are necessarily not violent, you know defense is different from assault like you're not attempting to destroy someone else they're attempting to destroy you and in turn you destroy them to preserve yourself that's just the simplest law on the planet I mean at least for most organisms human beings are unique in that uh, you know our sense of self preservation is limited we will engage in behaviors that are you know slowly destroying us as opposed to immediately destroying us But if the threat was more immediate, we would act accordingly. So, like I said, slippery slope. Um, Plus, he wasn't actually rocking a whole shit ton of guns. That's what kind of made it cool. I mean, it would have been cool as well if he had more guns, but I think John Wick covered the fucking guns thing to the point where it's fucking insane. Like, John Wick 4 was fucking crazy. Like I and I mean crazy on all levels. Like some of the absurdist elements, I was like, Jesus Christ, man! Craziest love story I've ever seen in four parts. Um. <laughs> anyway, I digressed again, which is you know totally my style. But these fools slept on him, and one of one of my issues with uh, them sleeping on him was they got a warning. Now I knew this dude. The the dude basically wanted to go. He didn't care that they told him This guy's a fucking brutal killer And he's out of his mind And you know Leave him the fuck alone Nah that that didn't suffice That just wasn't enough You had to go the extra mile And fuck with this dude Just cause you know You're like yeah I'm gonna get out of Finland I'm gonna go out to Norway I have mad gold I don't care if they call this fucking dude The immortal I don't care if they said he's done things and survived things. No one could possibly ever fucking survive and that he's a one-man death squad. I mean, you know, when you refer to a person in the singular in the plural within a four-word statement, one-man-death squad, that's kind of awful. That's kind of terrifying and, you know... You know, some people just... You shouldn't fuck with them. I don't know why, though. When I watched the movie, I felt like this guy looked like the actor who played Jorah Mormont, but a little older. So, it's kind of funny. Because he's just... He has, like, this weird flow to him. And he'd just be fucking people up and kicking their asses. And... It's just funny watching it. It's just funny. Like, dude is funny. Like... I, I'm gonna watch it again, you know, not that I could add any more to this shit, because it's really an experience, like, I'm talking shit about it from just, like, some basic reactions, but some of that shit bugged me out, like, that minefield, I, I don't want to talk too deeply about it, because I feel like I fuck it up, um, and I might have fucked it up for somebody, and I'm sorry about that, for real, but seeing that shit, it, it's not something you could compare to whatever the fuck is coming out of my mouth because that shit was designed for a movie and that shit was fucked up like if it was a written word depending on the author and their capacity to convey all the nuance and sentiments that are instantly embedded and inscribed upon your brain after seeing some bugged out shit like that i don't know it's like when i saw toxic avenger that movie was seriously fucked up like He was fucking people up in this, like, disgusting ways, man. And you knew it was fake, but at that one split second, you're like, that shit is nasty, man. But it's entertaining. um, Because, you know, we cannot deny our visceral selves. um, It's probably best to actually have some sort of outlet to dispense with. Violent and aggressive energy that you know is just inherently a part of being a living organism so Anyway Sisu I thought that shit was cool Fucking weird minefield scene super fucking awesome anyway uh I'm gonna try not to be a stranger you know Not to you guys or the listeners who whichever five of you are still fucking with me It's been a good I don't know how many Six years? It'll be six years this year that I've been fucking around doing this. Um, And I don't know. Maybe it'll make cool ass sound bites for some like future human AI interface organism. Like this human was very interesting. If you listen to the subtext of some of his statements, they actually on occasion make sense. <laughs> Although I, I highly fucking doubt it Anyway It's a Thack Daddy I'm gonna shut the fuck up now Cause the movie was only an hour and a half So you know um, uh, I mean this Podcast about the movie Is almost a quarter length of the time Of the movie itself So I don't have much else to say I don't want to spoil that mind feel scene but That shit was wrong it was fucking wrong. You know, I know the military's rank and file and all that, but you could file these Anyway, Dak Daddy signing off. Um You take care of yourselves out there in this crazy, crazy mad world. And uh, Enjoy yourselves. Always find a way to enjoy yourself Even if you're just sitting somewhere quietly Or taking a shit I'm out, peace